in Christianity, there is something that we cannot do away with. Amen? There is something that is so tangible that without that, the work that we do in Christ will be meaningless. Amen? Amen. So I want to share, a, let me say, a message this morning or afternoon or whatever, what I titled The Preeminence of Love. All right. When I say preeminence, I mean undoubted superiority. I mean that something that is superior, the supremacy of love. Amen? Amen? The supremacy of love. If you look all around the world, everybody wants to be loved. Mm. Or not? Everybody wants to be loved. So love is so crucial, it is so important. As a matter of fact, many, many, many musics is about love. Mm. People, I mean, there's a lot of money has been made by people talking about love. But the point is, which type of love are we talking about? Okay. Amen? Yeah. So I'm going to share something very powerful this morning that I titled The Preeminence of Love. To start with, I want to first look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Let's look from 1 to 13, a very popular verse in the Bible. Let's just go through it. Hallelujah. The Bible says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass and a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, watch that word, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have the all faith, so that I can move, I will remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, that is a sacrifice, don't you think so? Mm. I give my body to be burned. I give my own body to be burned. He said, yet it is still nothing. Amen? Love suffers long. And is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, it is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there are, there's knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will done away. When I was a child, I think like a child. I spoke like a child. I understood like a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things, for now we see through a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. And now abide faith, hope, love. This three, but the greatest is love. Hallelujah. 
The Bible says there come a time in life where you have to have a change of thinking. When I was a child, I think like a child. I behave like a child. I act like a child. But there come a time in life where there has to be a change. Amen? So it comes a time in life, I have to walk away from something and I have to walk into something. Yeah. I walked away from being a child and I walk into being a man or a son or a, 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 a daughter. Amen? So it's quite important to understand what is he saying. He said here, very important, that faith, hope, and love, these three things abide. They are abide, they never, they are forever. These three things are the strongest thing, the most important thing in our walk with God. But he said one thing, he said that love does what? Love is higher. Mm. Hallelujah. Love is higher. Now, what is love? Today we are talking about, about power. I want to tell you today that the key to power is love. Amen? The key, the access to power is love. The Bible says that if you love God, you keep his commandments. Or not? God does not only love, God is love. Amen? I said God does not have love, he is love. It's an embodiment of love. Amen? So he said that this is very, very crucial. Love is powerful. Love is the key that releases the power of God. That is very important. So it's, we have to hold this very, very put in our head. He said that love is a three-fold three, three, chord. Faith, hope, and love. He said, look, hope is the mother of faith. And faith is empowered by love. Glory. We'll come back there later. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. So, let's understand. Love is not a feeling. Love is not a feeling. Love is a force. Love is an action. Love is a decision. I said love is a decision. Love is a commandment. Love is not based on what somebody does to me or not. Look, if I love you because you love me, then my love is nothing. Amen? So as a matter of fact, the Bible says that Jesus died, God gave his son, God loved the world so much that he gave his son while we are still sinners. Amen? That means you and me, we are unlovable. But Christ still died for us. Oh, yes. I said, God loves us even when we are unlovable. Uh, Look, if I can project the thoughts you have now in the screen, uh, nobody will love you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every thought we're having in our head now, projected in the screen, in the screen nobody will love you. Yeah. But God said, regardless all those things, I know you, I see you, yeah. I see everything. Yes. Nothing is hidden, uh, but I still love you. Oh, yes. That's amazing. Yeah. I still love you. So what you do, what you think, 
does not stop me from loving you. Amen. You know, so I love you so much. Yeah. That's what God is saying. He said, love is power. Ah. Love is amazing. Yeah. So that is what we're going to hear this morning. Love is, is, is something tangible mm. that without our work in love, we cannot be effective. Mm. Amen? Mm. Let me tell you something. Many, many times we hear about Christian maturity. When we say somebody is mature as a Christian, what are we talking about? When we say you are, a, you are mature, is it about your knowledge of the Bible? Is it because you know the Bible? Is it because you prophesy? Is it because you, you speak in tongues? Tell me, is it because you, you give money to the church? No. You know, the Bible says, though I speak with the thrones of angels, I have prophecy. I can give everything to the poor. I can do everything. He said, but without love, you are absolutely nothing. Amen? So what he's saying is that what we think, spiritual maturity has got nothing to do with what we do. It has got something to do with the level of our love. Our love work determines our maturity in God. Hear yeah. what I'm saying? There are many, many leaders, many people too, even many pastors all over the world. They say because they have they have knowledge of the Bible. They, they have they can quote the Bible, they can prophecy, they can do many things, you know. But if you look at their life and their love work, it is zero. Yes. Amen. How can we follow those people? We cannot. Because the Bible says, no matter how much you sing. How much you preach, the Bible says, I want to see your love work. Oh, yes. Yes. Amen. Yeah. I can preach today until I become blue. But what about my love work? Amen. If you see my life, am I loving? Yeah. What is my character? Oh, yes. Your character is what carries your ministry. Oh, yes. Without character, your ministry ground is grounded. Oh, yes. No matter what you do, I want to see your character. Yeah. Hear what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care how much we. Let's see your character. Let's see your, your, your growth. Let's see the love work that you have. Yes. We can come here today and sing and worship and people see all, and outside how we behave. They say, Is that a Christian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that a Christian? Yeah. So it's not about what we do. You can serve God. Without loving God. Yes. But you cannot love God without serving God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can serve God without loving God. Yeah. But you cannot love God without serving. Oh, yeah. See uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. These are very important things. Yes, I don't want to say, look, if the church today, everybody in the church, will behave the way you behave, mm. how will the church be? Mm. Talk to me. Yeah. If everybody in the church will behave the way you behave, the way you do things, the way you love other people. Will there still be people in the church? Will there still come to church? Talk to me. Let's evaluate ourselves. Amen? If they behave the way me I behave, will people still come into the church today? That means it's self-evaluation. It's a growth process. It must, that's called maturity. It is maturity means your love work with God. How is your love work? Amen? So let's look at the book of um, Thessalonians. First Thess Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 2. Verse 12. 
The Bible says, and may the Lord make you to increase and abound in love to one another and to all just as we do to you. <laughs> Everything that has life increases. Yeah. Oh, no. The Bible says, your love work can increase. Oh no. Your love work can increase. That means if you look at your life, you can find out how far your love work is. But how do you find out? Let me tell you how to, how to find out. God has put some people around you. That person sitting very close to you that is irritating you every day. You need that person to bring your love. You know what I'm saying? That person you don't like. God put him there for you. So that through that person, you can perfect your love. Many times, you want to sit with those who we like. Those cannot help you. So God did it, planned it, put it there to put some pressures on you. Because you cannot grow without pressure. You know what I'm saying? So God wants you to grow and bring people close to you. Maybe you are married to a man you don't like. But God put him there so that he will help you to, to pull you up. You know what I'm saying? So God is busy trying to perfect your work. Amen? So don't tell you don't like that man. Use that man to grow your love. Use that husband to grow your love. That is what God is saying. You know what I'm saying? So God is dealing with us, growing us in the way we don't want. If you, look, if I come and I, you look at me and say, look, I want to grow some biceps and triceps. What do you think I will do? I will take some pump iron. You think it's easy? No. Do you think I will grow muscle when I'm sleeping on the bed? No. It doesn't work that way. So God gives you something that you want to work on. Amen? Look at your neighbor. Tell him, get busy. Get busy. Amen? Get busy. It's very important. So God said, the power of God is seen in the love of God that we have. The cardinal mark of a Christian is love. Amen? Amen? How, Jesus said, how do they know that you are my disciples? How do they know? He said, by the love you have, they will know that you belong to me. Amen? So, people may not know who you are. Whether you're a Christian or not, but your attitude mm. will determine who you are. Mm. You know what I mean? So this is very important. What is your attitude? Mm. What is our attitude? And your attitude will determine your altitude. Mm. Amen? Mm. So what is your attitude? What is your level of work when it comes to love? You know, many times there are people I don't want to come close with. But today I have learned, I have learned that God put them in my life to become better. Amen? And I use them because if I love those who love me, I'm not growing. Amen? I'm not growing. So it's important that we know that God wants to use us to grow. Take for example, the Bible says you are the light of the world. God is love. God is light. Or not? Yes. God is love. God is light. If you happen to, to come into a darkness, say for example your heart 
Your heart is full of darkness because of what has happened to you in the past. Disappointments, pains, fears, everything. Your heart is full of darkness. You see the world from the perspective of a dark heart. But then, how do you take away that darkness? You you strip it away? If you have a darkness here, how do you get it away? Do we take a broom and sweep sweep it away? What do we do? Turn on the light. Or not? Push. Everything is gone. Amen? So the Bible says, no matter how dark your heart is, no matter how difficult things have happened to you before, as long as the love of God comes in, it cleans everything. Amen? So the love of God is what cleans us. It's what opens up to greater power. God cannot walk with a dark heart. Mm. Amen? Yeah. God, you know, let me tell you something. Why do you think it's important for us to grow in love? He said that children think differently. Look, if you, if I give a child of two a loaded weapon, a loaded magnet, powerful pistol and I give it to that child to play would you want to play with that child talk to me you want to play with that child no why he's a child he doesn't know how to use the gun it can be very dangerous so power in the hand of a child is dangerous I said power in the hand of a child is dangerous so God cannot give power to a child. So if you have not matured, if you haven't grown in love, God will not give his power to you. So we are just praying to God to release his power. The power is released, but the point is, is your love work enough to handle that power? You know what I'm saying? So that is the the problem today, you see. Many, many men of God who have healing ministries or whatever ministries, you know, before you know it, they think the power is from them. Uh, and then they become very pride, very corrupt, yeah. and everything. Yeah. It is because they are still children. Yeah. And then they might, they, might, they might talk. Look, God will always do his work. Yes. Because you speak God's word, God will do his work. Yeah. It does not mean you are mature. Mm. Amen? Yes. It doesn't mean you are mature. Yes. Because it is God's word. So God, God has to fulfill his word. Yes. But a vessel that carries that word might have a problem. Mm-hmm. Amen? So the maturity is very important. As we come to God, God wants to help us to grow so that he can use us. Yes. Love is powerful. You know, the Bible says that the word of God is a lamp unto my feet. Yeah. Present. Mm-hmm. Today. Yeah. I will never walk in darkness. Yeah. Because the light is unto my feet. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. When I stay, I see the light. Yeah. When I stay, I see the light. Yeah. That means present. But the Bible says it's also a lamp unto my path. Yes. Yeah. Future. Yeah. That means I'm covered. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. God is always guiding me in presence and in future. I have nothing to fear because I have the light of God. I have divine light that points the way for me, that directs me. And I have the force. I have love. Love is a force. You know, a force, a force, you 
force. If I, you know, we talk about dynamite, my sister. Dynamite is a force. It's dynamic. It's dynamic power. Yeah. Let me tell you something. There is something about, dy- about dynamite. Yeah. Something like or a dynamo. You know what a dynamo is? In your car, there is something called a dynamo. That thing, when you start your engine, you know what happens? It starts the dynamo. The dynamo does not need does not need any other thing. It converts electrical energy to mechanical energy, and from there begins to work on its own. Yeah. So when God has deposit on you, yeah. it has to work on itself. Right. Amen. Right. It work on itself. Yeah. So the law that you have makes it to keep working. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So that is the point. So God is doing great things in our life. God said, I want you to see that I want to reach the world, but my children are having a problem. Their love work is not good. That's painful. Ooh. Painful. You know, the Bible says that God said in last days, People will come to him and say, God, I've healed in your name. I've done miracle in your name. I've done this in your name. And he said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for I know you not. You know why? Anything done for God, anything done for God, anything done for God without love is work of iniquity. Thank you. (laughs) Anything done for God, Without love is what you are doing for your own. It is love that motivates us to work. He said the love of God compels us. Amen? It compels us to do some things. There are many people today walking in the house of God, but there is no love. It's very painful, my sister and my brother. So, you cannot do better until you know better. You know what I'm saying? You cannot do better until you know better. That's why the Bible always says, get more understanding. Let us look at the scripture, very important. Let's look at Ephesians 3, verse 16 to 21. God is... Thank you, Father. But he would grant you According to the riches of his glory. What is that word? He will grant who? Who is you? Who is me? My name. He will grant Kelvin. Put your name there. Amen? Make it personal. He's talking to who? To me. Hallelujah. That he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might. Through his spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you may be rooted and grounded in love. May be able, you may be rooted and grounded in love. In that condition, may be able to comprehend with all saints, not only you, all saints. With all saints, that is the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. That you may be filled with the fullness of God. 
Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works inside of you. Yeah. What is that power? That power is love. Yeah. Uh -huh. I said that power Hallelujah. is love. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, this is amazing. He said something very important. He said that he said that he talked about the knowledge of the things you don't understand. How can you know what you don't know? You know what I'm saying? How can you know what you wouldn't know? Is it possible? Yes. <laughs> okay. The love of God is so powerful. Theology is the study of God. Amen? Theology, the word theology means theo, God. Logic, study. So theology means the study of God. Amen? Many, many people today, they study God. Amen? We study God. We do a lot of things about God. But I, if you have experience with God, you don't study with you don't study God, you know God. We know God. We walk with God. We have experience with God. We're not only studying who God is. We have experience of what God, of who God is. That's amazing. So people study God. They have DVD in God. Thank God for that. But we know God. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. That's experience that we have with God. So when we come with God, God revealed, the Bible said that the secret of the Lord are with those who do what? Who love Him. Amen. So God has a secret. God has a secret, but the secret is not revealed to everybody. Amen? It's revealed to them who love Him. God has a secret place. Not everybody comes to that place. Those who love Him are those who is allowed to come into that place. So, the point, the point is, what is your love work today? What is your love work? What is my love work? These are crucial things that we must understand. You know, there's something I have seen in life. You cannot, anything in life that does not cost you something is not valuable. Amen? It is not anything that goes easy. It's not worthy. So for God wants you to, to it costs you something to grow in love. Amen? Amen? I want to show you a scripture very, very important. That if you look at the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 1 to 2, this is very crucial. Everything in life depends on this verse. There is now. No condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. What that word? Yes. Flesh, spirit. Yeah. But according to the spirit. 
For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Stop. Here, you have two laws. In your life, in my life, there are two laws applying in our lives. The first law is a law of sin and death. The law of the flesh. The second law is the law of the spirit. The law of the spirit in Christ Jesus has made me free. One law, the law of, of Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. It is that you can you are walking on the moment you are in the law of the love of Christ, it's make you free from the law of sin and death. Mm. Let me tell you something. In this law, there is something we call a love cycle and a selfish cycle or a flesh cycle. Flesh cycle. Mm. You have a love cycle, you have a, fle a flesh cycle. This is very careful. The love cycle. Give birth to faith. The love cycle gives birth to faith. And faith produces what? Power. The love cycle produces faith. And faith produces what? Power. Amen? That means if you are walking in the law of love, it produces faith. From there you have power. But then you walk in another law, the law of selfishness, sorry, the law of, of the flesh produces selfishness. And from selfishness, it produces fear. And from fear, it produces failure in life. So the, that is why the Bible says, choose who you will serve today. He said, choose. I said before you today, blessings and causes. He said, choose. Let me tell you something. Everything in life is about choices. Amen? Amen? I choose to follow the law of the sin and death. From there, it produces what? Fear. It produces selfishness. I choose to walk in the law of life. It brings for me what? It brings for me love. It brings for me faith, fulfillment, power coming to my life. Amen? So that is why the Bible says, he said, choose. So regardless of what you have chosen, today is a new day. Amen. I said, today is a new day. Amen. Today is a new day. Yes. Amen. Amen. So that is very crucial. So in these cycles, faith cycle, love cycle brings joy, brings peace. You know what he said there? Let's go back to that, to that verse. He talked about that the Lord, can we please go back? He said, Oh, don't worry. You know, he talk about that love of God releases what? Might. What is might? Might. God is called almighty. Might is ability to do great things. The spirit of might, if it comes upon you, impossibilities become possible. Amen? Amen. Impossibilities become possible. So God releases his 
spirit of might on people. Look at Samson. You know about Samson? Samson had the might when that came upon him. Amen? So it is important for us to understand that God wants us to fulfill, to be might, to do great things in this world. That's what God wants. There is something we must understand as Christians. Christianity is a race. Some has run before us. Those who run before us, they are documented in the Bible. The Bible says that anything, everything written, they are written for our learning. Or not? They are our learning. So they are telling us what we should do so that we can become effective. We can become useful for God. But many, many times, our problem is not the devil. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> our problem is not the devil. The devil is already defeated. We are not contending with a defeated foe. Our problem is us. Oh, it is me. Me. Who can deliver me from myself? <laughs> Only God can do that. Amen. Amen. Only God can do that. Can deliver me from myself. The greatest power against God is not devil. It is the flesh. The flesh sees. The flesh wants. The flesh has to get. The flesh sees. The flesh wants. The flesh has to get. That is why we are fighting, we are envying, we are gossiping, we are doing everything. You know one thing? Gossip is good for the flesh. As long as it's not talking about you. Amen? As long as you are not the subject of the gossip, it is so gratifying. It's so wonderful. We can laugh and enjoy it as long as it's not you. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Talk to me. Yeah, yeah. That is the power of the flesh. The power of the flesh. Amen? God is doing great things. You know, it's, these, are, these are things that God is doing. God wants us to, to exp expand our love work. Love, I say, for it's not who you, it's not what you do. Is who you are. Amen? It's who we are. Love is not what you do. It's who you are. Who you are. Because the Bible says, to them that believe, you give part to become right. That means, God, we are children of God. We have the DNA of God. We have the image of Him. That we have to behave like Him. Or not? We have to behave like Him. You know? The world will know you based on the love you have for them. Amen. Not because you pray for them or because they are, you know, they say, show me your faith. And I show you my what? My work. What is your work? Amen? Amen. The evidence of your love work is to be seen by your work. Mm -hmm. hey? It's to be seen by your work. So these are great, great things that we have to understand. God is doing mighty things with us. Mighty things with you, with me. Everything. Look, 
Oh my God, this is so awesome. There is something I want you to understand. The day you are born again, the Bible says the love of God was born in your heart. Romans 5 5. The day you were born again, the Lord said the love of God was poured in your heart. That means you cannot complain that you have no love in you. Amen? All you've got to do is to grow your love. You can grow your love. Very important. You can grow your love. And the more you grow your love, the better it is. God does not like any Christian who is prideful. I said God does not walk with any Christian who is prideful. But the greatest problem we have is pride. Really, it's pride. Look at me. Look what I can do. I'm better than you. I am better than you. I can do that. You cannot do that. You can never, let me, you know, you have to understand something. An ego is an ego. An ego is designed to be an ego. An ego is a high flyer. An ego is not a duck. Two different things. An ego cannot swim. No matter how wonderful an ego is, he can never swim. A dog is designed to swim. So when it comes to swimming, a dog can defeat an ego. When it comes to fly, an ego can defeat a dog. That means they are designed for something different. They have to celebrate what God has given to them. Amen? These are things we have to understand. It's the crucial things. We have to understand that God has created you, equipped you for a certain thing. I have to celebrate what I've given to me. And you celebrate what God has given to you. Amen? If everybody here can play music, who is going to clap? Talk to me. Who is going to clap? Eh? So that we need each other. We love each other. You know, we are an orchestra together. That is what God wants. We don't need to love each other. Encourage each other. There are two types of family. One family kill each other. They fight each other. Another family love each other. So we need to find anything we can do to love each other and build each other and forgive each other. Amen? Forgive each other. It's important. That's what God wants. Because a divided house cannot stand. God wants us to be one together, pull together, that we can become effective for God, effective for the kingdom. If we are divided, we can never be effective. Nobody can come to church. When they come here, they are fighting. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I mean, so God wants to use us as an example for the world. Oh my God. That is so awesome. So it is important for us to become effective for the things of God as we work together 
as you pluck it together. Now, I want, to, I want to show you something this afternoon. This is so amazing. I want you to show, I want to look at the book of Galatians, chapter 2, verse 20. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord Jesus. There are so many things, God. God's word is so amazing. It is so awesome. The Bible says, I have been crucified with Christ. Anybody who is crucified, is he still alive? Does he have feelings? Okay. That means, if you feel pain so much, maybe you are still alive. Yes. <laughs> Actually, you are too alive. Yes. And you feel so much pain. <laughs> and in crucified with Christ, it is I, it is no longer I who live. But Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave my life for me. In that scripture verse, some translations put it the faith of the Son of God. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. It is the faith of the Son of God. Now let me tell you something. We all here have problems. Many, many times you come for prayer and we pray and they say, oh maybe your faith is too small. <laughs> and because of that you cannot get healed or whatever. Yeah, I wish your faith is enough. Oh, that, look, I've had that a lot of times. Yeah. Okay. The Bible says that everybody here was there with a measure of faith. Yeah. Or not? Yeah. That means you have a faith given to you, which is a gift of God. Yeah. So it's given to you, don't have to do anything to get it. Amen? It is given already to you. So you have the faith of God in you. And now, the Bible says faith is hearing. And hearing and hearing the word of God. Mm. Right? That's faith also. That's the faith you build yourself. You build that faith by hearing the word of God. The more you hear, the more you become stronger. So there's a faith in Christ as the Son of God. Faith in the work He has done for us. Faith in Him. But I want to just listen very carefully what I'm about to say. It's very crucial. Now, the faith in God and the Son of God brought me salvation. Amen? It brought me redemption. It set me free from being, slave, from being a slave. Or not? But thank God for that faith. But then, that faith has limitation. Amen? No matter how much I try, I'm a human being. I make mistakes. Oh, no. mm. Do you think prophets and pastors and uh, evangelists and uh, apostles and overseers and all those things that they don't have they don't make mistakes? You think they don't, they don't make mistakes? Okay, thank you. Oh, I will know. Okay. These people make mistakes, right? So the faith we have connects us to the faith of the Son of God. Yeah. 
When I'm traveling, I need an airplane to go somewhere. But I cannot walk from here to Africa. Don't you think it's far away? Don't you think so? Yeah. So in order to, to get to Africa, I need to carry my car, drive me to airport. My faith carry me to the plane. Because my faith cannot lift me enough to Africa. So when I move on, I carry with my faith, I connect with the faith of the Son of God. That has no limit. All right. All right. So when I step in the airplane, I enjoy the airplane because it is already done. I don't even know what the, what, what, what the pilot is doing. But I'm enjoying it. You know what? Christ has done it all for me. Amen? I'll, I'll come, my time is almost gone. I want to say, I want to say three things and I'll, I'll, I'll stop. Look, um, the Bible says, because we're talking about power, right? Power, right? Power, right? Yes. Power, right? Yes. I said power, right? Yes. Now listen, very careful. When you are born again, you receive the Holy Spirit pour in your heart the love of God. So that means you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Now listen. The Bible calls that, I don't have time, the Bible calls that a well. You are like a well filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? And the Bible also talks about our belly flowing like living water. Or not? Like a river of what? Living water. Or not? Yes. A, a river flows. What a well can what a river can do, a well cannot do. Or not? A well is limited. It has water. But the water is contained in the well. Couldn't do much. And then the Bible talks about rivers of living water flowing from your spirit. Yeah. These rivers of living water can do more than a well. Yeah. So that river is what we're coming. When you are born again, you receive the Holy Spirit. Infinite of the Holy Spirit. When you come to the level of river flowing, you have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But then, there's another level. It is called the rain level. The rain level is higher than the anointing. That is the anointing. And the difference is this. The rain level is so important because the well, uh, the river, uh, depends on the well. Uh, hallelujah, hallelujah, uh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, the river, the well, uh, depends on the rain. Yeah. When there is no rain, there is no river, there is no well. The Lord opens the windows of heaven. Yeah. Paul is anointed. 
over his children. He said, in the last day, I will pour my spirit. I will pour my spirit. Your daughters, they will dream. Things will happen. They will prophesy. Things will begin to happen because the rain is raining. It's raining. Things are changing. Everything is refreshing. Amen? It's refreshing. That's amazing. That's why it's important. Where you are is important. The location. There are some places in Africa where it does not rain. You need to make sure that you are in a place where it's raining. Yes. Amen? Hallelujah. There are some places where it's not raining. But there are some places where it's raining. If you want your well and your river to be filled up, you have to make sure that you find a location. Locate yourself in the place where it is raining. Thank you, my God. Amen. 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 Amen